Welcome to Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I will tell you, Newsmax is doing a great job. Newsmax, I watch a lot of Newsmax lately. They're doing a great job. Donald Trump on Newsmax last night. More from his interview with Eric Bowling coming up. June 27th is International Pineapple Day. Not only a delicious and healthy fruit, widely consumed Brazil, by the way, eats the most pineapples out of any country. But here in the United States, the pineapple also represents a symbol of welcoming and warmth to your home. And apparently, if you're on a cruise or you live in some retirement communities, an upside-down pineapple has a whole different meaning of welcoming. Go look that up if you don't know. Today is also National Sunglasses Day, and while most people wear sunglasses for said reason and to look cool, the history of sunglasses is actually pretty cool. The wearing of shaded glass actually dates back hundreds of years to China where judges would wear dark glasses to mask their emotions when listening to court cases. How about that? Wasn't until 1929 or so that sunglasses were first mass-marketed for fashion along the Atlantic City boardwalk in New Jersey. And on the food calendar, does Fudgy the Whale mean anything to you? Cue the Jeopardy music. For 300, what is National Ice Cream Cake Day? That is correct. Raise your hand if you remember Carvel's Fudgy the Whale Cake. I'm not really sure who created the ice cream cake first, but what an incredible invention. Cake and ice cream together. The more calories, the better. At the White House today, President Biden had his daily briefing this morning and has nothing else on the calendar today before putting on his shades for a quick trip to Maryland for a campaign event this evening. And who knows, maybe they'll be serving ice cream cake. Congratulations, by the way, to the LSU Tigers. They beat the Florida Gators to win the College World Series last night in Omaha. Sports just never seems to disappoint, right? How crazy is this? LSU won. 18 to 4. 18 to 4, a day after losing to Florida by 20 runs. So, congratulations to LSU, who you may recall also won the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship a few months ago. Big year for LSU, and the college football season is right around the corner. The attempted coup or mutiny in Russia continuing to dominate much of the airwaves yesterday and today. In an address to his nation, Russian President Vladimir Putin said the mercenary group's march on Moscow was a criminal activity and that the organizers of the rebellion, this is Putin, calling it a rebellion, saying they will be brought to justice. Now, that sounds a little different to me than the weekend agreement to let the leader of the Wagner Group, this Prigozhin guy, avoid treason charges and go live in exile in Belarus. There was plenty of coverage on Newsmax Monday. President Trump, as I mentioned, and some of his 2024 challengers were on Newsmax Monday. Governor DeSantis visited the border in Eagle Pass, Texas Monday. This idea that you can come across the border uh, two days later have a child, and somehow that's an American citizen. That was not the original understanding of the 14th Amendment. DeSantis saying if elected, he will declare a national emergency on his first day in office and send military personnel to the U.S.-Mexico border, the same thing that Trump said he would do. And here's Trump with Eric Bowling on Newsmax last night. When he came to me, he was losing very badly. When I endorsed him, it was like a, like a bomb went off. It was like a rocket ship. After I endorsed him, but he was a bad candidate. I call it artificial. 
when uh, when he when those numbers went up, that was artificial. He's a bad candidate. He's not good. Uh, people don't like him, and that's uh, been proven to be the case. But Fox is pushing him, and they're not getting anywhere. They were pushing Jeb Bush with me. They were pushing Jeb. You remember Jeb? Whatever happened to Jeb? But he had a lot of money. <laughs> not, not he had a lot only... of everything. He had foxes. Uh, they were pushing him like you can't even believe. As much as they push the sanctimonious right now. Eric also asking him about Chris Christie, a one-time Trump ally. I know how hard it is to campaign. I know how, how much how much stamina you need. And you have stamina, but Chris Christie's on the trail for, I think, two weeks or so. And it looks like he's just conked out. Well, Chris is exhausted. I know him very well. He had a tremendous problem with Bridgegate. Uh, he left with a 9% approval rating in New Jersey, and I think that's probably all you have to say. When you say 9%, the people in New Jersey were very unhappy with Chris. He couldn't get elected dog catcher right now. So, you know, why would he be running for president and do well? So Chris is at 1% or 2%, and we're trying to figure out who they might be. Couldn't get elected as dog catcher. Trump also explaining why he's likely going to skip the first Republican debate that's coming up in late August. Will you join that debate? Well, I am leading by a lot. And in many ways, I'd love to. But in other ways, it seems foolish when you're up 40 points, 45 points, maybe more than that. And you have guys like uh, Hutchinson, who nobody ever heard of, who's down at zero. And Christie's down at one. And uh, even Mike Pence, I saw a number today was very discouraging when you look at a number like that. It's sort of I feel badly about it. But he was down at two and three. And. Uh, uh, Nikki Haley is down at two. You know, you really say, what's to gain by being out there and having everybody shooting at you? And then you have a hostile network like Fox. Like when I did the uh, Brett, the uh, the uh, interview with Brett, I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay, but there was nothing friendly about it. You know, it was nasty. And I thought I did a good job. I've been given credit for doing a good job. But I've also people said, why would you do it? Because it was really, you know, everything was like an unfriendly. It was always everything was unfriendly. No smiling. No, uh, let's have fun. Let's make America great again. Everything was like a hit. So, you know, you have a hostile network and you have people that are obviously their candidates are against you. And uh, they, therefore, are being hostile. And if you're leading by 30, 40, or 50 points, what's the purpose of really doing it? If you think about it, the debate would probably be a lot better without Trump, because if he is there, like he said, it's mostly going to be all about him and a lot of attacks on him. But without him, we may actually hear some substance from some of the other candidates, whether you care what they have to say or not, it could be a lot more interesting. And Trump is claiming that special counsel Jack Smith illegally leaked an audio recording of him discussing classified documents posting yesterday on his Truth Social Media uh, after CNN's release of the tape, which originates from a 2021 meeting with a staffer in New Jersey, Trump saying that the recording is actually in exoneration. So last week, I believe it was the day after former Texas Congressman Will Hurd, who Trump didn't even mention, announced his candidacy. I talked about Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, who had announced over the weekend, or I think maybe that Friday, getting almost no coverage at all. And then I said, what happened to radio talk show host Larry Elder, right? 
if you're listening every day like you should be, you remember that, one of the very first people to announce that he was going to run. I specifically said, come on, Larry, say something, step up. Where has he been, right? Well, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Larry Elder wants to do an interview on Newsmax. You're fighting the fight in California, right. one of the most liberal states, yet you have a conservative voice, as you have on the radio for many years. Right. You ran for the, the recall election did. Uh, and, and uh, fared better than a lot of people thought you would. Uh, what message do you want to bring now to the national level? In California, in the recall election, I got 3.5 million votes, virtually more than all the other 46 rival com candidates combined. I got in with just eight weeks left. Eight weeks we raised $27 million, more than all the Republican rivals combined. My message is that we need to get me up there in that debate stage in Milwaukee in August. I need to have 40,000 individual donations. A dollar apiece can be that small by going to my website, elderforpresident.com. Uh, maybe Donald Trump won't even be there. And if he's not there, you need somebody who's going to be pushing the America first, uh, make America great agenda. Uh, and I will be doing that on borders, on taxes, on regulation, on energy independence. But I also bring a couple of things, uh, guys, to the table that think others don't. One is a full-throated attack on this narrative by the Democrats in America. It's just racist. Not only is it false, it's killing people. It's called the George Floyd effect or the Ferguson effect where cops are pulling back uh, and as a result crime is going up and the people that are hurt the most, killed the most, are, are the very black and brown people that people on the left claim that they care about. The other thing is we've got to have school choice in urban America. There are 13 public high schools, I kid you not, where zero percent of the kids can do math at grade level. Mm -hmm. 53 public schools in Chicago, zero percent of the kids can do math at grade level. 85 percent Nationwide, of black eighth graders, these are 13-year-old kids, can neither read nor do math at grade level. Half of them can't even do basic reading, which means a substantial percentage of eighth graders in this country are functionally illiterate. Yet the Democrats oppose school choice. That's Republican presidential candidate Larry Elder, one of three men of color in the race on American Agenda with Bob Sellers. Larry, you could have at least said, I heard Tony Marino call me out on the Newsmax Daily, so here I am. <laughs> and guess what? Francis Suarez was also on Newsmax Monday. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez is running for the GOP nomination in 2024. His state has taken a very hard stance on illegal immigration, a very necessary stance on the subject. And, sir, we want to thank you for coming on. Uh, you're, you're running for president in 2024. Immigration is going to be a huge topic. What, what is the plan that, that you've devised to, to end this situation? Thanks, Rob. Yeah, this is not catch and release. This is wave and release. Yeah. Uh, we've seen record numbers in the last two years, and it doesn't just impact uh, our cities in terms of illegal immigration. You also have 80 to 90,000 Americans that are dying of fentanyl every single year being pushed by China through our southern border. That's the equivalent of a, 30, a 747 crashing every single day. I promise you if one 747 crashed, uh, we would stop everything and we would give the border the attention that it deserves for the national crisis that it has created. This is the only thing that's unifying uh, public officials across America. You even see Democrat mayors complaining about the poorest border. Uh, you know, we need a, a comprehensive plan uh, from my perspective, the number one issue is securing the border. Uh, I'm going to be going to the border soon uh, so that I can see it uh, from the ground. But we have to involve our border patrol agents. We have to use technology. Uh, we have to finish the wall if that's what's going to get the problem solved. Whatever it takes in terms of resources to make sure that we can control the flow of migration into our country is what we have to do. 
Miami Mayor Francis Suarez on Rob Schmidt tonight. Look, we have a long, long way to go, and a lot is going to happen in the next 16 months or so. But could Suarez, a Cuban-born American, the only Latino in the race thus far, become a vice presidential candidate for Trump? He's also a Floridian. Something to think about, something to watch. All right, let's switch gears a bit. Back to the current president with Greg Kelly. Pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. He really should be telling ghost stories in a haunted house. Wow. And if he wasn't such an unbelievable hypocrite, hmm, pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. Joe, did Hunter pay his fair share? That seems to be the very least of his crimes, but is that the worst it's going to get? Hmm? All that money coming in, spread out to your family members. I wonder, did all of these people pay their fair share for all this money coming in from all over the world? This is one of the biggest scandals in American history, and it is receiving scant attention. That should not dissuade us, though. Now, you have heard by now that Hunter is getting a slap on the wrist. Uh, what is it? No jail time um, and uh, misdemeanor, misdemeanor tax offenses. We'll get into the specifics of how that is so ludicrous and unfair in a little bit. But first, Joe actually, why did they get all that money? What was going on? Could Joe have answered the question out loud the other day? I was just thinking, uh, uh, Anyway, I started off without you, and I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. I sold a lot of state secrets. That's what he said. I sold a lot of state secrets. And a lot of people suspect him of doing that. There's a Form 1023 over at the FBI that says he may have done that as Vice President of the United States. It certainly got the attention of Prime Minister Modi of India. The American press corps laughed it off. And they, oh, by the way, the ultimate threat to American democracy. Yeah, the true threat is American media. What they are doing right now, how they are protecting Joe, how they are covering all of this up, it is a sin against democracy. Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports. Be sure to catch it tonight, 10 o'clock Eastern. And another great segment of News from the Left with Rob Schmidt coming up next. I have to tell you how the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier is making my life Eden better. It uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, and mold pretty much anywhere in your home and fast. It's only about the size of your hand, so you can plug it in anywhere behind a sofa, behind a bed, quickly eliminates odors from trash cans, litter boxes, cigarette smoke, cigar smoke, or whatever. Gone. I have one in the kitchen, another in the bedroom. The thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which destroy odors, viruses, and mold with air so pure you can smell it. And we are loving our Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifiers. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack and start enjoying your whole home again. Get three units for under 200 bucks. Put one anywhere you need clean, fresh air. And if you travel, take it with you for hotel rooms. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code TONY, and save $200. That's Eden 
E-D-E-N, puredeals.com, discount code Tony, like my name, and shipping is even free. All right, welcome back. Time for news from the left with Rob Schmidt. Next up, Nancy Pelosi actually attacking Clarence Thomas for his ethics. Take a look. If nothing else, there should be some ethical rules that would be followed. I had one justice tell me he thought the other justices were people of integrity, like a Clarence Thomas. I'm like, get out of here. And you here. You want to talk about uh, integrity, Nancy? You spent decades in Congress enriching your family with insider information while your city rots. Tell me a little bit more about integrity. Your husband can't miss in the markets. He knows what Congress is funding a month before anybody else. You're so much integrity in you, Nancy Pelosi. By the way, I dropped that little factoid on her daughter last week, and I got blocked. I guess they don't like hearing the truth over at the Pelosi household. It's a nice house. Rob Schmidt tonight airs weeknights at 7 o'clock Eastern. Stocks are attempting a comeback today after another losing session to start the week yesterday. Some of the big tech companies like NVIDIA, Alphabet, and Meta platforms lost more than 3% on the day. Tesla, which we talk about quite a lot, uh, fell more than 6% after the haters over at Goldman Sachs downgraded the company. Come on, man. You remember last week I said they were having, uh, there was one day last week the stock went down like 14, 15 points. And I said the stock had been on a major tear, right? It was like going up like a rocket, no pun intended, you know, because of SpaceX. Um, but then, you know, Goldman Sachs has to come out and downgrade it. I think somebody else downgraded it the other day. Now it's in a bit of a downward spiral. There is also a handful of economic data coming out this week, including housing numbers and GDP numbers numbers, so it could be a bumpy ride. Keep an eye on that. If you are not already watching Newsmax, don't forget it is available on most major cable systems, AT&T, Comcast, Cox, Xfinity, DirecTV, Dish, and many others. It's also available on your favorite streaming platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Zumo, and others. And make sure you get the Newsmax app. It is free. It's easy to download on your smartphone. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Hope to see you right back here tomorrow. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.